Welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Hello. Today, we're exploring how our greatest expectations can lead to our deepest sense of failure. And if it's possible to change that. Wow, I'd definitely be interested to know that. Yes, rearing to go on that one. (laughs) But first, how have you been failing this week? Well, this week I failed to enter an illustration competition, which I said I was going to at the end of last year. (laughs) Yeah, it's been something you've talked about for a while and then at the last moment... When it was like became really imperative that you needed to do it or not, um, um, I just didn't. Yeah. But I, why? Why was that? Um, so the competition is the association Association of Illustrators Illustration Awards, mm-hmm. and for the first time, they had introduced a new category which included um, kind of product illustrations. So greeting cards and calendars and things like that oh nice um and i was so pleased with the calendar that i created for 2020 Mm. i thought i should really enter um this year um, because i had thought about entering last year but there wasn't really a definite category that i could enter and so i hadn't for that reason and so this year i was like okay there's definitely a category for me i should definitely enter it um, but I kept getting put off by the price of entry. Right. Yeah. Um, and to the extent that I let it completely affect me and I didn't enter. I think that's so... I mean, I just find that that is exactly the way with me. And in, in fact, this is also my failure for this week. Mm-hmm. Is that there is a competition that I wanted to enter to submit the first um 2500 words of a novel to a competition and again it was asking for a payment to enter and that stopped me from entering completely yeah and i just like i don't i feel partly like i don't agree with competitions making you pay a fee to enter yeah um I, yeah because i think that um I don't understand why you should pay to enter a competition. <laughs> I think it, it seems a bit unfair because obviously for the person who wins or even in the case of um, the AOI competition, you know, even if you get longlisted, you get some quite good prizes. Mm. Um, and so in that case, it is worth the amount that they're asking for. Yeah. But if you don't get anywhere with it, yeah, it feels such wasted money. Yeah, and in the case of the AOI, I do think they were asking a lot of money. It wasn't just, you know, if it had been 15 to £20, pounds, mm. you might have gone, well, it's worth that's okay. It. Yeah. But it was a, an amount of, a considerable amount of money that you had to think about. Particularly, I think in my case, I would have said, to my, normally I would have said to myself, no, Mel, just pay the money you know, to get your work in front of some um, well, well-respected well industry yeah. professionals. Professionals, exactly. And, you know, I would have just gone for it. But this year, because we've, um, we're going travelling next month and we've yeah. been spending a lot on flights and travel and things, um, it just felt too much for me at the moment, which is was my reasoning for not entering. Sure, but we've both put it down as actually a failure. So there is something in it that I can reason it out to myself. Like, oh, I don't agree with it, that we should enter. I, 
you know, I don't have enough money, we're doing other things, I need to say, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I do feel like it kind of was something that I should have gone for anyway. Yes, I think because at the end of the day, I'm assuming that I'm not going to get anywhere. So I'm assuming right. that the money yeah. is not going to be worth spending. <laughs> That's like the deep down reason. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually ties in really well with our theme of this week about expectations. It does and kind of leads on from our um, failing to plan, planning to fail scenario, which yes. we had going on in last week's episode. Yeah, exactly. So you can kind of see what we're talking about in action. Yeah. <laughs> With our failures this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But what did you succeed at this week? This week was really lovely. Um, I feel very pleased with this one. (laughs) Um, Basically, at the end of last year, um, so it was was also a success of mine that I put into action last year, but it's kind of come to a conclusion now. Um, I decided I really needed to invest in some help in my business because I've been kind of limping along for the whole of last year trying to do what I could with limited funds sure and really not making massive leaps because I couldn't um, invest any money in my business Um, but just kind of limping along and kind of keeping things ticking over Um, And I kind of came to a decision that I really needed to try and invest in myself and in my business and get some help if I wanted to kind of, you know, propel myself Mm -hmm. forward a little bit more. So I did, I invested in um, some help, some mentoring um, with um, a, a lovely woman I found online through Instagram. So, you know... Instagram is good for something. Picking up Instagram <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. um, Great place to find connections. Yeah. Um, and I I had um, an initial kind of phone call with her and then a month to kind of put some of her suggestions into action and then um, just this week I had the kind of the follow-up call to see how things were going. Cool. How did that go? Um, and that, yeah, so that came to a conclusion and it just felt really good. I feel like I've got some really good, um, solid plans in place for going forward in the kind of direction, things I need to work on. Yeah, Um, which is just really helpful because when you are running a small business on your own, you can sometimes start second guessing yourself about, you know, what you need to be working on. And it's always, for me, it's always a struggle do I just do the art which I love doing or do I try and work on the bits of the parts of the business that I find more yeah. difficult? Yeah, setting your own direction can sometimes yeah. be so difficult. Like you say, when you're second guessing yourself and thinking maybe this isn't the right course for me. So sometimes having that outside person giving you a direction to head off in yeah, is just so helpful and completely freeing. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the... Um, really lovely takeaways I got from her was which I think is an important realization for me is that um there are obviously areas of my business which I find difficult to do and as I just said I would really rather put off and just do the art Mm. um and I kind of um got from her this idea of maybe trying to find a way of enjoying the bits of the bits of the business that I don't um that I find difficult yeah so that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Those those things that you find difficult to do, instead of being like, oh, I've just got to put my head down and do it. Yeah, get out of the way. Yeah. And I'm just going to... Because this has been my my attitude towards it. Um, <laughs> the entire the time. The entire time. It's just like, put your head down, yeah. just do it. Learn how to do, do this the best you can and just, you know, do it. And... Um, yeah, her suggestion was to find a way of enjoying those those parts mm. rather than... So that's a nice idea of um, reframing it so that you can look at it as something that you can find joy in. And I think just another step in doing the good fail in a way. Yeah. Because it is, it is totally about just reframing your perspective on something. Yeah. Um, which is totally what we're trying to do with failure. Mm-hmm. And and this is... it's just a It's just a way of 
um, helping yourself enjoy life more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. Why? Why does it need to be difficult and horrible? And yeah. Why exactly. can't you find a way of enjoying it? Yeah. Um, so that's my challenge for the coming weeks and months and this year. And I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it in our yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Update. I'll probably be failing <laughs> at it next week. Um, but for now, it feels it feels good Something to have really been positive yeah, invested in that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, well, in terms of kind of coming to a conclusion with something and feeling the positive um, stuff you can take away from it, mm-hmm. um, my success is is fairly similar, mm. and it's also linked to you, so you, you can have this one as well if oh, you want thanks. to. <laughs> she, says, she says reluctantly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, well, both of us have been doing this twenty one day. Um, abundance meditation challenge mm-hmm. and we got to the end of it on friday just gone yeah um so feel super pleased about that it just feels yeah. so nice to come to the end of something um usually endings can be so sad but you know when you feel like actually you the, you feel the completeness of it and how mm-hmm. you've worked at something and you've come to the end and there's that sense of um completion in the good sense where you can just see the whole thing see it as, as a whole complete sense of success yeah really yeah like you've completed something you've achieved something by finishing it off yes yes um, and i think that's a nice example of a small a small win because yeah. in the grand scheme of your life you could look at that as really not that big a deal sure yeah you know in terms of you know the big dreams that you want to achieve (laughs) yeah capital a yeah um but these small wins are just so important for keeping your self-esteem up and your motivation going you can really you can see that you are capable of finishing stuff exactly (laughs) it's like evidence yeah i mean because like you say it's not like it was really hard i mean it was a bit challenging sometimes like to get your head around some of the concepts that they were talking about in the meditation or whatever, you know, yeah, sometimes do you, it daily. Yeah, and... sometimes you were reluctant to do some of the tasks or you felt like you didn't have time, but it wasn't really that that hard to, yeah. to do. Um, but it just feels good to finish it. And then you, at the end, you really feel like that there is some concrete evidence that um, you have, the ability to finish something yeah. and and make it a success and, yeah. and for it to work and yeah so that's yeah that's a really positive yeah nice thing that we've done this week perfect i feel like we've both had pretty good wins this week good wins that we can feel grateful for yeah yeah okay so let's move on to our main topic yes because we're excited about our main topic this week i am really excited because i think it's a big one for me yes um <laughs> We've talked a lot about expectations in past episodes. Yes. Um, so yeah. why are we dedicating a whole episode to it now? Okay, well, I definitely think that this wasn't something we initially felt like we needed to talk about in great detail. Yeah, it's kind of been a slow burn. Yeah, exactly. Um, we didn't think at first... I don't think, looking back, that we would be able to fill an entire episode. No, and it's only as we've been recording series one and two, it's kind of kept cropping up. Yeah. And that I've kind of of taken notice of it. Yeah. Kind of cropping up as like a little vague idea. And then slowly it's gone, hang on, guys. No, I'm I'm a bigger idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just having said that as well. It's like, it feels, it feels like at the beginning, oh, it's just, you know, something really small. But actually, having realised that it's not so small now, I've also realised that it's not that just that it's not small, it is actually quite a big reason why I feel yes. um, like I fail yeah, all the time because um, it's because I haven't met my expectations Yeah, completely. Um, I mean, particularly in a, a larger life sense, I feel like I where I am now is not where I expected to be Mm -hmm. and it's because I had those expectations that I now feel that I failed the sense of failure yeah Yeah. so shall we dig a little deeper into that let's dig a little deeper um and uh I want to ask why should our expectations influence our feelings yeah that's a good question I mean why should they yeah 
<laughs> why? <laughs> Just why? Okay, well, <laughs> um, I think a big, you know, the main answer to that is if we're honest to our listeners mm-hmm. um, and to ourselves, expectations, at least for us, are a really big deal. Yeah. Um, so it's just inevitable that they're gonna affect our um, sense yeah, of self. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think we have both had really crystal clear glimpse of our own personality. You know, yeah. when suddenly, suddenly, just something <laughs> drops, and you suddenly go, "Oh, the cogs all like yeah. click into place," and you're just like, "I'm like that." <laughs> yeah, everything is illuminated. <laughs> yeah, um, we had that re- quite, I think, fairly recently. Um, when we realised that, you know, even um, if a small event happened not as we expected yeah. it, that that would hamper our, our enjoyment of said event. I don't think it's overly dramatic to say that it is totally down to us doing this podcast that we've had this realisation. I think so, <laughs> actually. I mean, I've had little glimpses of it before. Yes. Um, like... Well, an example, actually, which is a good example to illustrate our point, um, and it's an example of me having this kind of realisation as, like, a little drop. Yes. But not really taking it into a, kind of, taking it forward into a larger... Yeah, like, the the drips falling before everything implodes yeah. and the massive waterfall <laughs> deluge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, oh, I can't remember now. It must have been... It must have been just over a year ago. Mm. Um, I, well, you and me went to the premiere of a short film that I had done. It was a short animated film, I should say. And I had done a couple of years before that even um, some the background concept illustrations. Right. um, for, For the film. And there was a premiere in London. Um, it was during the day and we were going to go up. Abra and I were going to go up and our mum was also going to come with us. Um, until on the actual day, I think literally about half an hour before we were about to leave, mum turned around and said, actually, you know what? I'm really sorry. I don't think I can come. I'm so tired. I think I'd be better off being at home and resting. Yeah, I remember. And I just started getting really annoyed. <laughs> yeah. You know, just feeling really put out, like, yeah, well, fine, just stay at home then. No, no, it's okay. It's all right. We'll go on our own. I don't mind. Yeah. You know, this is something I've been working really hard on, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a culmination of, like, several years of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I hadn't been working. I'd what I worked on had been several years ago, but you know, I was just kind of feeding all these things. Um, and for some reason, because this doesn't normally happen to me, I suddenly had this like just realization that the reason I was feeling annoyed was not because mum was then not coming, mm. it was because I had had the expectation, you know for the whole day before and that whole morning that we were going together all together the three of us would go to London and I kind of almost visualized it in my mind that we would go go into London go see the the film then go and you know get something to lunch for lunch together and yeah just have a really nice have a really nice day and I'd had that expectation that that was what was going to happen yeah and then at the last minute my expectations were foiled sure yeah (laughs) and suddenly that wasn't going to happen and I when I kind of saw it with that clarity I like I could realize that I completely understood why mum didn't feel like she could go and I really didn't mind that that was how she felt like sure she should rest if that's what she feels like that's absolutely valid and fine and wasn't actually going to hamper your enjoyment and wasn't going to hamper my enjoyment you and me could go to london and have a perfectly good time yeah we've done it i mean we do it you know fairly regularly on a regular basis and we'd have a lovely time that was absolutely fine it was literally only because my expectations had been foiled in some way that i was feeling upset and when i realized that 
I could just be okay you're gonna feel upset for you know a few minutes but you can get over this it's not that big a deal (laughs) yeah um and so that was my realization then and then for some reason it didn't as I say it didn't the penny didn't drop and I I didn't then suddenly no but it then that kind of came back to you once you started thinking about expectations you're like oh god and then there was that time when I was and I realised at that moment what yeah. was happening. And actually, I do that all the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. Um, and it's kind of the worst when your um, expectations are on other people. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely have noticed myself doing this. And I think um, it's just like a family-wide kind of thing in terms of our I think family. our whole family does do it, um, yeah. Where I hate asking people to do anything for me like I hate mm-hmm. asking for help I think this is a common problem you know you feel like you should sh- soldier on and do it for yourself yeah but I kind of I don't ask for help but I have an expectation that people should yeah. automatically know when I need help and offer it to mm-hmm. me so that I can just go oh yeah please can yeah. you do this for me or yeah. whatever um so It'll be in just, like, really trivial matters. Like, I'll get home from a long day at work Mm -hmm. and I've got these two massive shopping bags full of shopping because I work at a farm shop and we get a lot of our food from there. And I'll get back home and I'll get through the door and what I expect to happen is for uh, Mel to jump up from the sofa and to be like, oh... Abra, you're back. Yay, I'm so happy to see mm-hmm. you. Grab the shopping bags from my hands and take them into the kitchen and um it's going, you know, come back in and be like, "Oh, I've made you a cup of tea yeah. or whatever." And I'll just sit down like put my weary feet up on mm-hmm. the on the sofa and be like, "Oh, gosh, thanks for that so much." And that's kind of that's my expectation because I get back home I'm tired. The shopping bags are really heavy. It's difficult manoeuvring these kind of unwieldy bags um, through the front door, like around the the furniture in our living room because it's such a small space and like mm-hmm. getting it into the kitchen. Um, and I'm, I'm really tired. So I could do with the help, but I don't go... Well, do you mind taking the shopping bag from me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it's that expectation. And then it doesn't happen because, y- you know, you don't know what's in my head and you're yeah. busy doing something else. Yeah. Um, and and then I end up getting into a bad mood, like, inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, what's going on, Abra? Why are yeah. you in about me? Why are you in about me? And, you know, I don't... Either I don't know exactly why I'm in a bad mood because um, that's all a bit unconscious mm-hmm. or I do kind of know but I don't want to say anything so yeah. then it just ends up being like well I mean either then yeah either a petty argument over something else or yeah me just being in a bad mood and no one else really being able to work out what happened or why yeah um so um and I think I do that a lot in other situations just where I have expectations of how I want people to behave and react and that doesn't happen yeah (laughs) it's it's like it's a really um I feel quite embarrassed about admitting to these feelings because it sounds so unreasonable when you say it It out loud it completely does (laughs) I'm like I am so silly it sounds so silly yeah to do that to have these expectations on people that you don't tell them and then you get annoyed at them for not knowing yeah um, but I think we do it all the time. And um, some of them, some of these expectations seem justified, like, mm, you know, sure. expecting people to treat you well or yeah. whatever. But some of the time it is, yeah, you know, you just need to ask for help, which is so much easier said than done. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I find it so difficult to yeah. admit that I need help. <laughs> Um, but so easy to expect people. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, I mean, those people are making decisions. I mean, people are making decisions all the time about 
why they're behaving in a certain mm. way. Yeah. Um, so there are reasons why people aren't rushing to help you. Or Yeah, you and, know, and so most of the time it's not going to be for malicious reasons. No, you know, exactly. It's just like, yeah. you know, they're thinking about something else or, you know, they're you know, they're not feeling well, or I don't know. There's you know, a multitude of reasons. None yeah. of them uh, are in any way malicious or hurtful or meant hurtfully. Yeah. And all you need to say is, oh, do you mind giving me a hand with that? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like another reason um, that I find um, expectations so difficult to deal with is that um, I can sometimes feel like if something goes, and this, this I'm really applying to bigger scenarios, like mm. bigger expectations, yes. rather than the small petty ones which we were just talking sure. about now. Um, for bigger expectations, I can feel like if they don't go the way I've been expecting them, somehow um, I'm not in control of what's happening, and I have this idea that I won't be able to um, deal with the whatever comes quote unquote surprise situation that comes up oh my goodness that feels quite unconsciously truthful yeah i don't consciously it's completely it's it's completely unconscious um but if i think about it and i look at the situations um i think that is something that i do yeah that i just i want so badly to be in control and I think a lot of the time actually the reason that I have such vivid vivid expectations is because I've gone through and this again like I say is for the bigger bigger dreams or the bigger the bigger things the bigger thing or or, you know like planning this trip to the US okay yeah that's a good example because I it is something I'm very I'm obviously desperately excited to go but there's obviously a lot of things which I'll come up against which I've not experienced um it's outside of my comfort zone outside my comfort zone it's like it feels like a big deal and so one of the ways I feel I can deal with the situation Mm -hmm. and that uncertainty is by imagining all the scenarios yeah and how I would deal with them and how they how they played out yeah and so of course I as well as imagining how they can all go wrong, mm-hmm. I'm also imagining how ideally I want them to go. Yes, so in the easiest possible way so that I don't have to get stressed out about anything yes. or feel in any way like things are going to go wrong and I'm not going to be able to, yes, in your words, exactly. like, be able to like um, deal with the situation. Yeah. So, And that's how I can exert control over life, which is seemingly completely random and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not in control of. And so then when things then don't end up happening how I've imagined them in any way at all, I then, I get this feeling which is completely unconscious. But I think this is why I then start panicking is, or or feeling hard done by or betrayed in some way, um, is that I feel I'm I'm unsure of my own capabilities. Um, I think that's that's a real issue, isn't it? Is that you don't feel like you... Are capable. Yes, and I don't feel in control. Mm. Um, so that can feel very scary, and and is then why I end up feeling frustrated or annoyed or well, completely upset when things go wrong. Yeah, or not even go wrong, just go differently. To yeah, how you imagined because then it's like. Oh God! All these unexpected things I've now got to deal with when yeah. I had it out planned out so perfectly, so yes. that I didn't have to get all stressed out. Yeah, thanks for that universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, but I, this might seem silly, even to ourselves. Oh yeah, it that, sounds silly when you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> that our foiled expectations should have mm. such an impact on our feelings, but they really do. Yeah, they do, and we just have to admit that. Well, we have admitted We that have admitted it <laughs> very openly. Uh, <laughs> um, so is the answer then, as we're feeling so silly about it, yeah. is the answer then to manage our expectations? For the longest time, um, we believed... Both of us. Oh, we believe that was the answer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, because, you know, if you don't expect anything, 
then you can't be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I didn't, if I just stopped myself from kind of thinking about anything, yeah, um, any, yeah. you know, the good and the bad, then, you know, I can just take what comes and be happy with it kind of thing. I think this really relates to um, what we were talking about in our last episode about planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a kind of pretty um, trivial but pertinent example. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> of this. When when um, uh, we were travelling in Nepal, this um, was like 10 years ago. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Don't say it out loud. Don't say it. <laughs> um, it was 10 years so ago it now. Was. Oh it was. It was like... It was a really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even realise no. it was 10 years ago until you just said that. Okay. But it is. But that isn't okay. really the point of the story. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, consequently, well, actually, I guess it does have a bearing on the story because cause it was so long ago. It was before WhatsApp and kind of uh, FaceTime. Oh, my God. It was. It was before <laughs> it was, all of that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Wi-Fi on your phones or whatever. Um, yeah, or so even good phone connection. Just any of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were in Nepal, and the only way we could communicate with our family back at home was to um, go to an internet cafe and send an email. Yeah, they all do an international call. They all do an international call with, you know, the putting the coins in and... Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so that was the only way we could communicate with our family. And um um this I'll I'll also set up the the little this story by saying that I had also I think at the, I think it was yeah at this point I had applied and failed to get into drama school. Yeah. Um and this was why I suddenly had like another year free and I was like we kind of had this trip, then planned this trip to Nepal. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of a bit unexpected that I was going to be um, available. Free. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so there's that kind of setup in my mind of feeling like I tried and failed at something. Yeah. Um, and I planned to be at university and I wasn't yeah. and everything. And so we're in Nepal. Um, we want to send an email which I can, I think we were doing on a fairly regular basis, like every other day or something. We'd like send a little update with how we were doing. Um, and anyway, because of how um, terrible the connection was, the internet connection, sometimes the internet would be down or there would be a power cut. Mm-hmm. Um, just so often, these small plans that we'd made, like waking up in the morning and going, oh, let's go and send an email yeah and that those little plans were foiled like you say like something would happen and we're unable to send the email Mm um and i don't know something about that that really small thing um Mm -hmm. but i think combined with the fact that i already had that feeling that greater sense that greater sense that i was laying plans which then were not transpiring i just had i i was like what is the universe trying to tell me? The universe is trying mm. to tell me that I shouldn't plan for anything because even when I make these small plans that I yeah. want to do, what what I want to do during the day, they then get completely, like, turned around. I can't do them. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up kind of taking away from that that I shouldn't make any plans. Yeah. And just completely... And just kind Limit of your expectations. Limit my expectations as it, tur- as it turns out. Yeah. You know, not the let me just go with the flow and see where life takes me and just kind of embrace whatever happens. Yeah. That wasn't what I was doing. <laughs> um, I, I, yes. I was, it wasn't a healthy... No. Like, yeah. What I was doing Decision. was saying, well, I just won't plan for anything and yeah. I'll just, like, my life will just be boring. <laughs> yes. I'll just take what comes to me and it probably won't be that good. Yeah. <laughs> but it won't be what I want. Yeah. That's basically what I was saying. I was just, yes. Whatever um, comes to me won't be what I want. Yeah. Um, and if it is, I guess it'll be a nice surprise. Yeah. It'll um, be a little bonus. Yeah. <laughs> but just don't expect anything. Um, which is all great. It, it's, it's, all, it's all well and good to have that feeling. But I think 
I mean, as been has been demonstrated by um, my subsequent years, <laughs> is that the problem with that kind of thinking? Thinking, yeah, was that I then totally um, limiting my expectations and limited myself. Yeah, because I didn't think that anything good would happen of me trying to lay plans. Yes, and also completely kind of completely squishes your self-esteem as well yeah because you learn not to expect much of anything yes of yourself because you yeah. then don't I don't didn't feel like I, I still don't actually very much feel like I'm actually capable of achieving things yeah and, well I mean um I guess our examples from um earlier on in the episode mm. when we we're talking about our failures of the week and not entering these competitions um, kind of comes into play here because you realise that actually, basically what I'm telling myself before I enter the competition is, well, you're not going to win anyway. And so mm. that's one of two things can happen. You can either say, uh, you, what you either end up doing is saying, oh, well, you're not going to end up end up winning anyway, so what's even the point of trying? Yeah. In which case you don't enter. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's what just we just did. Yeah, and then you definitely <laughs> don't win. And then you definitely <laughs> yeah. don't win. Um, and so you know nothing. Nothing changes in your life. Yeah. Or you enter and you say, "Well, I'm going to enter, but I won't win anyway because I'm no good at anything." Yeah. Um, and you kind of, you kind of rehearse. You're rehearsing, as this leads on to our next point, yeah. in this scenario, you're rehearsing tragedy or kind of rehearsing things not going right for you mm-hmm. yeah. in the hope in, in the that that's going to help you out not feeling, later on. Yeah. Yes, exactly, because then you'll have already been prepared for it. Yes, so in other words, um, we, re- we have come to the realisation that managing our expectations to... Um, prepare yourself for failure yeah. does not just not in any way kind of deflect any sense of disappointment <laughs> that you have when you then do fail yeah yeah which often you do which is why we have this expectation that we will yes <laughs> yes and when I said rehearsing tragedy yes this was a direct comes from a direct quote from Brené Brown, who I'm sure you've all heard of. She's a biggie in the kind this this field. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know about her, then well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, at the very least, go um, and listen to her TED talk. She has a very famous TED talk, yes. which is really good. It went completely viral. Yeah. Um, but she has a book called Daring Greatly. Yeah. And as has become. Um, traditional in our episodes this season yeah um we have managed to extract a quote which we'd like to bring to you yes which is relevant to what we're just we've yeah, just been talking exactly about what we've just been talking about um and maybe i should have rehearsed speaking this before uh, <laughs> but you're just gonna give it a go I'm now gonna, uh sink my teeth into it and see what happens um okay The concept of foreboding joy as a method of minimising vulnerability is best understood as a continuum that runs from rehearsing tragedy to what I call perpetual disappointment. Some of us scramble to the bleakest, worst-case scenario when joy rears its vulnerable head, while others never even see joy, preferring to stay in an unmoving state of perpetual disappointment. What the perpetual disappointment folks describe is this. It's easier to live disappointment than it is to feel disappointment. It feels more vulnerable to dip in and out of disappointment than to just set up camp there. You sacrifice joy, but you suffer less pain. Yes. Okay. Hopefully I read that with the right emphasis on things, so you kind of got the point of what that was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Without any rehearsing just coming in. Or that cold, just like yeah. cold reading that. <laughs> <laughs> um I think this really um so well illustrates what we were just saying about um you do when you're rehearsing 
in Brenny Brown's word, rehearsing tragedy, mm-hmm. which I think is a good term, you are basically, you are sacrificing your joy um, in exchange for feeling less pain. Because yeah. you you are, um, to use the example of the entering the competition, because mm-hmm. it's quite a clear clear example you are ba- uh, what I'm saying when I'm when I'm saying to myself well you won't win anyway because you're mm-hmm. no good yeah I'm basically trying to prepare myself for not winning yes for the fa- for failing mm-hmm. um by already feeling the kind of already rehearsing that pain yeah and so in the hopes that when the pain does arrive, when I realise that yeah. I haven't won, that it will be lesser because I haven't. And actually, yeah, how much do you spare yourself? What uh, well, we have yes, discovered. What we have discovered is that you don't spare yourself no. anything. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the disappointment is still as real. Yeah. And in the meantime, you've squished all your enjoyment. Yeah. And your self-esteem. And in the end, it becomes... Which it has done for me, I I know, it it becomes a way of being. Yeah. So that you, yeah, just expect less of yourself all yeah. the time. Yeah. And and I think um, what um, Brené Brown is saying, and what she mentions is that kind of the trying to minimize that dipping in and out of. Mm-hmm scenario so instead you're just kind of mm-hmm. living perpetually in, in oh, that yeah. state of like yeah. oh I'm probably I'm going to fail I'm probably going dis- to I'm not I'm not going to get there I'm going to disappoint myself yeah. like completely um, <clears throat> oh I love the I love the way, way she says oh you set up camp there yeah I when I read that I was just like yes that's that is what I have done <laughs> yeah so often rather than feel that that surge of hope and and joy when you enter yeah. something thinking oh I could win this yeah um um, why why should I spare myself that hope like that should be something that I yeah, can I can it, enjoy that yeah. moment like I haven't lost at yeah. that point and at the, at the end of the day that is all you're sparing yourself yeah exactly because, from yeah yeah is that moment that peak of just like feeling the potential of things yeah um, of happiness um, but what can we do instead of that mm. yeah so in theory you can reach this zen state. This is something we've heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where expectations become meaningless. You let go of your ego and you experience the world purely in the present. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds sounds amazing. Amazing. And completely unattainable. Oh, completely unattainable. Right <laughs> completely. I just don't know how you... How yeah, you, how you managed to get there. So, changing our perspective on the outcome feels more doable. Wow, and totally in the good fail vein. Yeah, but how do we do that? Okay. Um, I think number one in doing, uh, in, in doing that and changing a perspective, is to um, know yourself. Yeah, which we talked about a lot we, on this podcast. We've talked about it, but I think it's so fundamental to... Because once you start to know yourself, um, you can recognise... Start to reckon patterns of behaviour. Yeah. And um, when you're feeling something, you can understand why you're feeling it. Yeah. You can, like, recognise it and understand why. Yes. Um, yes, because you might be feeling bad, but you sometimes... It's actually not that um, it's not that what's happened is bad, even though you're feeling bad. Yeah. Well, if you go back to your example of going out for a nice day out to a, a film premiere and then going to get lunch somewhere yeah. in London, that's a lovely thing, a lovely experience. Yeah. Um, but it's it was your crushed expectations that were making you feel like yeah. this was going to be a bad day. Yeah. It wasn't that anything bad had happened because you were still going out and having that yes, nice day exactly yeah um so knowing yourself and knowing that that's why you're feeling like that yeah um and that that's a trigger for you um can help you um 
not not feel the disappointment you have it but you can then recognize it and move forward yes move on. exactly and um i think going on from that yeah um it's that sometimes disappointment is inevitable yeah like this is number two now number yes. two of things you number can do two. Yeah. yes so um realize that sometimes disappointment is inevitable um like the quote from brenny brown was saying you dip in and out yeah of that that disappointment yeah um, you feel the hope and then it comes crashing down when you don't win at a competition yeah. or, you know, you don't um, get into drama school or, you know, the university you've cho- chosen, yeah. your top choice. Yeah. Or whatever it might be, any yeah. situation in life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that shouldn't curtail our expectations. Yeah. So we shouldn't start limiting ourselves to stop ourselves feeling that disappointment. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like we said, we're also then stopping ourselves from feeling the joy of the yes. potential, the possibility as yeah. well. Exactly. Um, and and then the last thing. Yeah. No, so number three would be that we need to learn to trust ourselves and know that we can handle any situation that might arise. Yeah. I mean, we're adults. We've yeah. been through lots of experiences. Yeah. Um, there probably isn't that much that you haven't experienced before in some way or another. Yeah. We've got we've all got resources that we can fall back on. Yeah. Um, and so actually realising, being able to trust in those resources. Yeah. Um is a way of being able to, um, yeah, to not feel so kind of knocked, knocked sideways yeah. when something doesn't go how you exactly. expect. Because you know you can handle the situation. Yeah. What can we conclude from all this then? In, in a simple phrase, you know, <laughs> after all the discussions... <laughs> To say it simply, just, yeah, <laughs> boil it down to one thing. Um, our expectations are here to stay. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Like we said, I'm not reaching that zen state anytime soon. No, I just, unfortunately, I can live purely yeah. in the present. <laughs> no. And not think ahead and build up the fantasy in my head of the ideal yeah. situation. Yeah, so <laughs> what we can do is just learn not to let our expectations run the whole show. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nicely put, Mama. Yeah. Nice um, okay, let's leave it there. What is our recommendation for this week? Okay, well, <clears throat> unsurprisingly, um, as we've already raved about her before now, mm-hmm. um, and I had to stop myself just going straight to recommendations of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through. Well, is, um, so we're, we're recommending uh, Daring Greatly by Brené Brown. Um, the title is Daring Greatly, but then this kind of the subtitle is mm-hmm. How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent and Lead. Yes. I think that that kind of gives you a a kind of feeling for what's inside the book. It's yeah. kind of teaching us how allowing ourselves to be vulnerable can actually help us be happier, stronger people. Yeah, this was a complete game changer for me. Um, it was recommended to us. Yeah. And we read it and it completely changed the way I looked at things. And so now we are passing it on to you. Yes, please take us up on our recommendation this is one of my favorites yeah so it's kind of like this is the one i really want you to go check out yeah absolutely if if you're gonna pick anything um because i just love everything that she has to say and it's is something that i struggle with and something that i learn trying to implement in my life is to be more vulnerable yeah and she's a really good writer she makes everything really relatable yeah anecdotal she's not yeah she doesn't come at it ever from a point of view where I I am the teacher and I know what I'm talking about and you are the students and you you need to learn how to do it my way. Yeah. Um, she's constantly um, she's living giving, through she's it. She's living well. through it as yeah. well, which is is what we're trying to kind of demonstrate on the show as well. Yeah. Um, so it really just speaks to our um, ethos as yes. well. Um, 
what's coming up in our next episode? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, coming up in our next episode, which should we mention is our last episode of the season? Wow, I guess we should broach the subject now. We should really. Because um, we know how devastated you're all going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's not forever, but <laughs> <laughs> not at all forever. Um, but we are taking a short break while we're away in the state. We are, and we're hoping to get some good planning done. Yeah, for season three. Yeah, while we, we're there. We already have some ideas bubbling away, but uh, we're hoping that um, a little break is going to give us just some time to put some roots down with some of those plans yeah um for series three yeah um so next week will be our last episode for a little bit and we will let you know when season three will be launching absolutely just as soon as we know yeah so keep your eyes and ears out uh, for the on the lookout yeah for those announcements yeah but having said that having said that don't cry now. No. There's another episode next week. <laughs> there is. And what is it about, Mal? <laughs> and it is about letting go, which completely ties into what we're talking about. It this just week. seamlessly transitions. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I am so super pleased with how we've managed to transition these episodes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so stay tuned and be ready to have your mind blown next week. Yeah. <laughs> um love you all take care (laughs) and we'll see you soon bye if you enjoyed listening to the good fail podcast then you can find us on these other platforms abra is on instagram at pretty messy official and you can find merle on instagram facebook and pinterest at merle made tales and online at www.mermaidtales.com. Together we can be found on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.